This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 23rd of November. In your squiz today, Israel and Hamas sign a truce, Lerman's defamation case begins, a Kiwi coalition conundrum, and diamonds are a cheaper best friend. This is your squiz today. Claire, we talked about this possibility earlier in the week, and yesterday Israel signed off on a deal with Hamas that will see a four-day pause in the fighting in Gaza. For Israel's part, it will release 150 Palestinian women and children who are being held in Israeli jails, and Hamas will release 50 of the Israeli hostages who were taken on the 7th of October. Those 50 hostages will also be women and children, and that will happen in groups over the four days, starting sometime today. We don't have a set time for that yet, but no doubt that will be in the news a bit later, so something to look out for. And there's also the potential for the truce to be extended. Israel says that for every 10 additional hostages that Hamas releases, it will extend the pause in the fighting for another day. It's believed that Hamas is holding on to about 240 hostages in total. So there is the potential for this pause in the fighting to go on for a while if Hamas continues to release hostages. Analysts do say that it is in the best interests of both sides to extend that pause. Israel really wants its hostages back and in Gaza, the humanitarian crisis is deepening. Yeah, so aid groups are rushing to prepare hundreds of trucks to enter Gaza during this pause in the fighting. They'll be carrying food, water, fuel and medical supplies. What happened yesterday is the World Health Organisation said that there are plans to evacuate another three hospitals in Gaza's north. That, of course, is the part of the Palestinian territory that's been the hardest hit by Israel. And UNICEF also says that the child death toll in Gaza could rise significantly. That's because they're worried about mass disease outbreaks because the conditions have deteriorated so significantly. And if You're wondering whether the truce could lead to a complete end to the war. Israel's PM Benjamin Netanyahu says the war will continue until we achieve all our goals to destroy Hamas, return all our hostages and ensure that no entity in Gaza can threaten Israel. As we flagged yesterday, Bruce Lerman's defamation trial kicked off and there was a settlement made before things even got underway in the courtroom, Claire. Yeah, Lerman, of course, is the former Liberal staffer who was accused by his colleague Brittany Higgins of assaulting her in Parliament House in 2019. That settlement that you're referring to, Alice, was made with the ABC. He was suing them because of a broadcast of a National Press Club address that Higgins gave last year. The ABC yesterday said that the settlement terms were mutually acceptable and without admission of liability. But Lerman's case against Network 10 and Lisa Wilkinson continues. He was on the stand yesterday and he said that the interview with Higgins that Wilkinson did on the project in February 2021 painted him, and this is the quote, as a revolting predator and that it utterly destroyed him. 
There is a way to go with this. Network 10 plans to call 28 witnesses, including Higgins and Wilkinson. And earlier this year, Lerman also reached a settlement with journalist Samantha Maiden and her employer News Corp over a separate defamation case. Taking you across the ditch now, the new Kiwi PM Christopher Luxon is struggling to cobble together a coalition between the ACT Party and New Zealand First. And that's despite his National Party being in the box seat. It got the most votes on election night, which was way back in October. (laughs) That was on the 14th of October. So 40 days ago, if you keep in count, you might be quicker (laughs) at numbers than I am counting back in the days. Um, Luxon has copped a lot of heat, even from within his own party, for the delay in form in government and the Kiwi media has pointed out that it's been 27 years since negotiations have gone on this long. Kiwi politics is kind of set up so that no one party can be very dominant. So they are used to negotiating these sorts of coalitions. And one of the last issues to be sorted out is who gets to be the Deputy Prime Minister. That seems to be the point that has them really stuck on. Uh, Reports say that the ACT leader, David Seymour, along with the New Zealand First leader, Winston Peters, both have their hands up for that gig. Yesterday, Luxon said we need to close out these issues, and he's not wrong there, Claire. If he can't get a formal coalition agreement, Kiwis could be heading back to the polls. If you're a Sydney cider who listens to Brecky Radio during your commute, after listening to the Squiz Today, of course. Of course. <laughs> you'd probably be familiar with the Kyle and Jackie O show. And if you're not familiar with them, you'll have another decade to tune in after they signed a massive new contract yesterday. Yeah, so this, of course, is Kyle Sanderlands and Jackie Henderson, or Jackie O, as she goes by with that FM name. Um, like you say, they've signed a new 10-year deal with the broadcaster ARN, which is behind Kiss FM. I seem to think that these guys are national anyway because they do huge numbers when it comes to podcasting. Their show does seem to go national. But when it comes to this new deal, they will be in the Melbourne market from the start of next year along with Sydney. So Melbourne gets set for that. (laughs) Reports say that the value of that contract is more than $200 million. And speaking of corporate wheeling and dealing... Sam Altman and his co-founder Greg Brockman are heading back to OpenAI. Accompanying their return will be big changes to the board that will be more commercially savvy and include a representative from the company's major investor, Microsoft. Claire, now might be a good time to buy a diamond if you're in the market because prices have dropped by 32% in less than two years. Alice, I reckon you could put on the back of a postage stamp what I know about diamonds, but (laughs) (laughs) when you look at that sort of price drop of 32%, that's for a one-carat diamond, which Google reliably informs me weighs about 200 milligrams. If you want a less pricey half-carat diamond, that's about half that weight. They're down by 40%. But if that seems all very appealing. The problem is that you'd have to wrangle the rough diamond market, clearly not for people like me who don't know what they're talking (laughs) about. Um, But retailers aren't passing on those savings. So if you want to get it, you have to get into the actual raw product market. As for why the prices are dropping, it's down to cheaper lab-grown alternatives. They're becoming more popular. 
they can be made in days and diamond experts say that they're really compelling for consumers because it's really tricky to tell the difference. Yeah, I know about as much as you do about diamonds, Claire, so I certainly Mm. couldn't tell the difference. But natural diamonds aren't completely down and out. People who know a lot more about the market than us say price will be back up in no time. Squeeze the day, Claire. What's on today? So it's Thanksgiving in the United States. So happy Turkey Day to all our American friends. I hope the stuffing is delicious <laughs> and plentiful. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And just before you go, if you enjoy what we do here on the Squiz Today podcast, we would love for you to share the word with your friends. And if you've already told all your friends about us, we'd also love if you left us a review on Apple or five stars on Spotify. And that's us done for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.